So Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. Stand, therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God. I like that Paul said, having done all to stand, now therefore stand. Mm -hmm. You've done everything else that you know how, but Mm -hmm. now stand with these things. Mm -hmm. You should put on a girdle of truth. Mm -hmm. You should be a truthful person. I know you guys know this. You meet people and they are just an open book, right? They tell you this story tomorrow, you meet them two years' time, it's still the same story. Or you just feel their truthfulness. They don't sugarcoat. They are just honest people who walk with integrity. But they, in the same Christian fold, you meet some people and you can't quite understand them. It's like there's something they are hiding. It's like you don't feel comfortable. When they open their mouth, you just don't feel that they are truthful people. They can waver easily. You can see them in one setting, they are a certain way. In another setting that isn't Christian, they are a certain way. So the truth is supposed to be your core, right? Your belt. This is your girl do. When Paul was talking about these things that they wore then, the soldiers who wear a girdle, right, inside. In those times, even when a man was a man, they would wear a robe, but inside they'll wear a girdle. And when they have to move they would tuck that robe into the girdle. The girdle would be all the way to the knees. So they would tuck it in or else they would trip on themselves. So that was key. I mean, Janie, you work out, you're big on the core, right? It's like the core, it holds everything. Do you want to just say a word or two about the core? Having that firm and developed and trained and how it carries you through everything. Well, if you have a strong core, it supports your back, your, you know, your spine, chest, everything. Your core is, is the main. Your core has to be strong to support the rest of your body. Exactly. So Paul was saying it with regards to a Roman soldier. But in our day, that is how we explain it for us contemporary people to understand. That without your core being in shape, everything else will easily fall apart. Even for athletes, the core is essential. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I see my daughter, you know, maybe during the break, she's like lax, but when school is about to start and she knows she's going to get back into her games, you know, she starts strengthening her core. She does stretches. She does all these core exercises. And, you know, she tells the difference. It's like yeah. you leave it a little bit and it's out of balance, but you train it a little bit, you're back in shape again. It's an amazing thing. So this spiritual armor is being truthful in our core because the enemy is the father of all lies and he can tell this fakeness we project in our Christian enclaves. You're not a truthful person in your core. Like, call a spade a spade. Tell it as it is. Don't try to to twist things. Just be somebody that when people come to you to know what is truth, you can pour out truth. Let there be a voice of truth represented in our midst by the lives we live. It's not all this fakeness. Oh, bless you, sister. You know, oh, hope you're okay. And then there's no genuineness. Your core should be loaded with integrity. What comes to my mind is, for example, you 
You know what we're doing in, in Christianity, you know, if somebody tells you they are in need, oh, I'll be praying for you. Mm. Oh, God will meet your need. You can mm. meet that need. You'll be in the hands of God to meet that need. I'm just trying to debunk this Christian language. Ultimately, it's God that meets all our needs. But he uses people. So instead of using that language on somebody, when you know deep within you that you're sounding cliche, instead of being real and being truthful, can say, okay, I don't have much, but here is this I can help you. I pray and hope that, you know, you'll find more help elsewhere. But at least you're not like, oh, God will come and give you. When you know that yeah. God has never come down from heaven and given anybody anything, mm. but he can use you and you know you're able to help. Yeah. I'm trying to not be negative and not make us throw away the goodness of our faith and the language we use. But I want us to understand that this armor deals with our core. And so right, we can be fake. Truth. Yes, thank yeah. you. You know, it's okay, uh, Nadia. Um, you don't have to apologize <laughs> because you're right. The language has been, we've been misinformed and we have misused the language because, you know, we use it, we, it has a whole different intent and the way we use it when we, we're using it in the wrong context. Thank you know, yeah. like you said, if somebody is coming to you for something and you, you know, we were just trained to say, well, you know, the Lord's going to bring you through. The Lord's going to see you through. Well, if that person, you know, electricity is getting ready to be turned off, they don't need you praying for them. And you got, you know, $500 in your pocket and they need $100 to keep their lights on. The Lord already bought them through when he bought you to them and they told you they needed it. And if you do not do it and you're able to do it, you're sinning. But you're exactly. just so used to saying, well, you know what, God, you don't put that on God. You, we know what God can do, yeah. but God wants you to do it. Yes. So stop using that language and use, gird yourself with the belt of truth. Yes. Start being truthful, start speaking truth. Yes. That's what that yes. belt is about. The yes. core, truth, yes. telling the truth. And yes. quit saying, like you said, all this cliche stuff. You think that's what we're supposed to say because we're Christians. God don't need you to give him no kudos. Exactly. He doesn't need you to affirm him and all that. He, he's our, he knows that's what you're supposed to know. Now you do the work. Yes. You do the work on earth. Yes. You know, you, we, he, we don't need you to pat him on the back. Well, let me tell you what God can do. No, God told you to do it. So just be truthful. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that, Janie. We read through the scripture and we don't understand how it applies, but the enemy sees through all this thing, yes. this fakeness. Yes. He sees through. Yes. And so we wonder why we aren't solid in our Christian faith, right? Because that's your core. Your mm -hmm. core can be attacked mm -hmm. if you're not a truthful person. Mm -hmm. You're not able to stay in faith. You're one minute, Nadia is on fire. Oh, the Holy Ghost. Oh, finally. All the people that Nadia has been gossiping about can now rest that, oh, she's born again now. Oh, let's rest. You know, oh, have you heard Sister Nadia is born again now? She's on fire right now. Like, is that Sister Nadia that used to do this? I'm t she is a different person. Two months later, what happened to Sister Nadia? <laughs> oh, we 
got to pray for Sister Nadia. Something happened. <laughs> I think it's something that happened to her in her childhood. And we find all these excuses. It's your core. That's right. It's not protected. You're not a truthful person. You're not an honest person. You're not a person of integrity. So you can't maintain your spiritual fire against the enemy. That weapon is not in place. And so the enemy has attacked your life. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that you're no longer armed. Thank you. You're no longer armed. Right. Oh, you know, the enemy came after me. You know, I was praying, I was doing this mighty works of God, but the enemy came after me. The enemy came after you is your core in place. Your main person can your spouse, can the people close to you say that this person is a truthful person? That they have truth in their inward parts. You know, not that I'm saying it's good, but are you that person that? When you're asked a question, you just pour out your heart and people have to tell you, hey, you don't have to tell your business. But that's a truthful person. And you're there mocking that person that, oh, she just says everything. While you are a big time liar. At least she's not partnering with the devil. She got to mature and learn that, okay, you don't spill pearls before pigs. She's going to learn that, but she's not vulnerable to the enemy. She's got her armor, her truthful core is in place. And so she can ascend heights of spiritual maturity in God. And no matter what hits her, her core is going to be in place. So assess yourself. You know, I don't want us to rush through this teaching and I, I enjoy all the contributions. And we're going to get this ready and we're going to pray and have all our armor on. We're going to put it on. Because we have a better understanding. Amen. Amen. So let's take this opportunity to look into our inner self. Because, see, at the end of the day, there's only three people that know the truth. You, the Lord, and the devil. So I call him the father of lies. Yeah. So they know what is truth. So you know what is true. Assess yourself. Are you protecting your core? Are you a person that when you're called to repeat what you said happened, that you will say the truth, even if it's going to cost you something? Because we know who will want you to embellish and or tell lies. Because by the time you do that, you expose your core. You expose yourself. The belt isn't in place. There's no girdle protecting your midsection. Your core is vulnerable. And that's what the enemy wants. That's why it's so, it's so easy to lie, guys. Mm-hmm. Why can't we meet and everything? I'm like, oh, just forget it. Just, just forget it, you know. But somebody else will be like, oh, I've been busy. You know, I lost my mother the other day. And my grandma had this sickness. I had to go see my friend. And then, you know, my daughter called. It's just too much. I can't even, I can't get a break. So I'm trying to make us assess ourselves because, because yeah. by lying, I'm exposing my core. Mm-hmm. True. Yet there are some dicey situations because I'm not saying be stupid, Mm-mm. right? Okay, I want to say the whole truth and then that person will go and say, oh, you know that Nadia's husband? Hmm. So mm-hmm. by getting your core in truth does not mean that you should be foolish is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. 
You are not trying to be foolish. You're, you're wise. But whatever mm. you're doing, you're not lying. You're not exposing your core. Mm -hmm. Because in this war, if your core is exposed, you will go down. Because that is your center. It's going to affect everything else. It's going to ruin your day. It's going to ruin your mood. You know, what is wrong with you? Nobody understands. It's because you, your core has been attacked. Oh, true. How about your bloodline, though? You've put on the breast shield of truth, and the enemy looks at you, and your core is aligned, but he doesn't he attack the bloodline? Supposing your grandfather was a liar. Your father was a liar. When you are putting on the armor, mm -hmm. you're, you are aware of that. Mm -hmm. You're aware that I'm protecting my core from that bloodline. And like okay. when we talk about, yeah. And again, I wanted to say that with the bloodline issue, right? We go to court and we repent mm. of that. So we okay. deal with that in court. But this putting on, we are consciously putting that in place, knowing that the enemy can attack us that way. Okay, so it's individual. It's yeah. me. Okay. Go yeah. Ahead. Thank you. But even that awareness is great, June. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just the awareness that, oh, this is in my bloodline. I got to be very aware of it. I mm -hmm. shouldn't be ignorant. That mm -hmm. in itself will empower you to keep your armor on. Because we're saying earlier on that, Sometimes we have one armor on, but we don't have all of them on. And in this oh, scripture, no. it says that we should put on the whole armor. Armor. Mm -hmm. And there's quite a number of them. Oh. Right. And you know, Nadia, I was just thinking when you were talking, you. Um, you know, that's why when we're young in the Lord, the Bible says that there's gird us up. Yes. Um, which means we're supported by prayer and teaching yes. and example of others girding us up. In yes. The, you know, what else is girding mean? Girding us up in the, in the ways of the Lord and the, ar the armor of God. Um, but then we put childish ways behind us when we start maturing and we are able to stand and do these things ourselves. And the armor takes time to mature or we take time to mature and to have that complete armor and, you know and I was just thinking that that's why like you were saying before when we're young in the Lord God answers prayers quickly because we don't have to stand because we're not strong enough to stand on our own yeah spiritually and that's why he shows us and so we build our faith we build our lives in the Lord we and I think the Holy Spirit was telling me that as we mature and more and more, we become mature Christians. We are to go from victory to victory and glory to glory. Amen. It's not that the battles get easier. I don't think they get easier, but we live, like you said, Amen. They, they didn't take their armor off. When you get that armor on and you have it on, we don't ever take it off. And we live Amen. in it. And, um, and that's how we go. We're supposed to be going from glory to glory. Amen. From victory to victory. Amen. Amen. That is so good. Always keep mm -hmm. that gird on. Gird up your loins. You can check that out in 1 Peter 1.13. Luke 12.35. Let your loins be girded. 
and your lights burning. So it's that continuing. I love that you said you are never to take it off, just like um, I said earlier too, um, with being in the military and having to always keep those armor in place. But I want us to take time this week to be very conscious of the person we are, our core. Be very conscious of who you are. It will make a great difference. Somebody will call you and, like I said earlier, sometimes there are things you can't just say out, right? There's so many examples I can make with that. Somebody is smelly and you just tell them they're smelly. I mean, if the Lord prompts you to do that, you know, that's being truthful. You know, just use wisdom. I mean, especially like with children, right? I know yeah. for one, my younger daughter, you can't just tell her things outrightly like that. You gotta be very nice about things because you don't want to hurt her feelings. She's very sweet and soft. Yeah. So mm. use wisdom is what I'm trying to say. I don't want to just throw truth out there and make us go out and be beasts in the name of putting on our armor. <laughs> so I just want to put that clause there where you're truthful, but use grace, like see the situation, right? If it's not seen, if it's seen, you know, rebuke with all authority. If it's helping guidance, ask for wisdom on how to truthfully guide somebody. Somebody stole something, you can tell them, you're not supposed to steal, stop stealing. That's fine. So I just want to throw out these little things here so that we know how to, to operate with this armor and not, mm-hmm. and not abuse it because sometimes we can be extreme and operate without wisdom. You know, wisdom is profitable to teach in all circumstances. Right. Yeah. 